Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> I don't know about hot, steamy it is, but hot, yeah. <laughs> My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This is Stephen, and I just want to share. Uh-uh. Yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly. Because the real man... Good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. What up, baby? How you doing this morning? I'm fine, and you? Boy, how are you? I'm good. Are you ready for some hot? Steamy conversation. I just love that intro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about how hot steamy it is. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a classic. That's a classic. How about the funny thing is we we started out rapping like we always do, and uh, that has made headlines. Yeah, you 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 have to you know you gonna have to patent that, right? You got to put my name next to it and get, yeah. you know, get some license and something for it. You can't use that unless you pay me. <laughs> you, you better get paid for it or somebody else will. Like, <laughs> You're right about that. Like, You're like right about that. somebody like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So how is everything going on in D.C.? It's good. Very busy. But good. I couldn't, I couldn't ask you to really be busier after after a few months sitting at home doing absolutely nothing. Um the unemployment and all that terrible stuff. I'm back to busy and I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for it. Truly a blessing. So I'm good. We are good. The family's cool. We're just trying to do what we do on a daily basis, you know? Yeah. You know, when they say sometimes God put those pauses in our life for a reason, you know? things, we get frustrated, a lot of things happen. When did you know that it was designed and, and that you need to take a back seat on some things? After about a couple of weeks into the situation, um, you know, it took a couple of weeks to kind of grow into it a little bit because it was so sudden and shocking where everything was attached to everything I did on a daily basis. And even though I was uncomfortable, I didn't realize that it would end so abruptly, but it was heading towards in that direction, something I found out later on. But I realized a couple of weeks in that this was for me and for my betterment. My health was actually better, and I was beginning to grow in my relationship with God, and my faith was, was tremendous because I'd already built on it because it's what got me to that point, even though it 
ended abruptly the way it did on the job and everything was attached to it, but my uh, way of life, place of living, um, and all that kind of stuff was attached to it. it a breach needed to be formed and ties needed to be broken that weren't healthy. So I realized a couple of weeks in, I just gave myself that realization and, and, and kept talking to God about it. You know, what is it that you want out of this for me? What do you want me to see? What do I need to do? And that's where, you know, I stated on Facebook a couple of weeks ago when I started. I doubted myself a little bit. I never doubted God. I knew he could do something. I had something in store. And that was early on. I said, there's no way that this is happening to me. And he doesn't have something lined up. And sure enough, everything that I asked for was being put into place and being worked out and the right people being put into position to be able to help me benefit not only myself, but my family and some. So I knew early on right into the ordeal that this was going to work out for the best because I'd already pre-built my faith. Did you did you find that you know we we say we have faith and then there is faith I mean literally faith you know um, did you did you find that your you had to step it up a notch in terms of your faith and your believing and your trusting absolutely absolutely because of you know when you're going through something if it's not already you know, it's kind of hard to sustain it and keep going. But because it was already there, because of previous situations I had to, um, I, I don't know what I would have done otherwise, you know. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to describe unless you've already experienced some things. And, you know, it's often said that if you've done it once and you witnessed it, you'll live to see it again if you just exercise that type of faith. Some people don't understand or know what faith is, but, you know, the assured expectation of things hoped for was evident to you, even though you don't see it, feel it, touch it, taste it, smell it, whatever you want to, whatever category you want to put it in, you definitely have to have something to build on prior to. Um, so I definitely had to step it up uh, because I didn't know it would last that long. But each day... I just kept saying to myself, you know, you tell yourself what needs to be seen, what makes sense. Um, Got to be something good that's going to come out of this. I'm not going through this for, you know, to waste my time or to spoil my relationship, uh, you know, with God. Or, um, you know, like I said, I didn't know what was going to happen. I said, something good has got to happen. There's no way this is going to end bad. But I had something there beforehand that I did it myself over time. And you'll find in certain situations you go through will also allow you to do just that, to build your faith up, to get ready for something that's going to go through, that you're going to go through, so that you can fight and fight better than you would if you didn't have faith. It sometimes puts you in situations where if you don't have it, that's all you have, and that's going to be, it's, 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 it's absolutely nothing there. Mm-hmm. But if you have any belief in you, he'll bring that out of you and show you what your beliefs are and what you need to build on. So I won't be too long, but that's what that's what it was. That's the substance of it. Give, give, give our callers a uh, a small peek in, into a specific situation where you had to um, and kind of dealing with the, that, that you had to really exercise faith. I'm sorry, say that one more time. I said, give our callers uh, a, a brief. Um, 
visual of, of a particular incident that you had to exercise faith in? Oh, wow. Like how you said um, you, you grew in your relationship with God and, and all that. Can you give us an example of, of what of what happened that that caused, how you did that? Um, going through my, my most recent and previous experience, that's very, very recent and current now, um, for the last two years of uh, a job that I had that was lucrative, it was very nice, comfortable, um, had everything in the package, did everything that most people would want, you know, able to build up a lot of uh, income and get some nice things and so forth and so on. Then when things got difficult um, with the management, we didn't get along and it caused difficulty on the job. Um, things went from comfortable to uncomfortable in a short uh, period of time. And I knew then, because I, I, you know, because I got comfortable, and that's oftentimes what we do, even in our relationships with people, we take them for granted. I began to take some of my blessings for granted. So in seeing that that was necessary to rebuild that, that's what I saw through those two years of difficulty. I was with the company over seven years. The first five and a half was sweet, absolutely, positively, uh, fortified, upbuilding, whatever you want to call it. Like I say, uh, did some good things for the family and put myself and so forth. But when I got comfortable, I took those things for granted, got a little lax and a little lazy, and I had to be shown. God allowed me to see who I really was and who I had become because of being lax, lackadaisical, and lazy mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. He showed me all of that when I, I kept playing, revealing me who I, you know, who, who I am and who you want me to be. And through that, I had to build my faith up. It was absolutely necessary in order to make it through those two years. And then once I got to that point where I could see something better for myself after coming out of that lazy period, mentally and spiritually, that's when he allowed that situation uh, to take place because it was, you know, kind of funny. You know, I had a, a, fun, a, a funny week when we came going into being let go, uh, terminated from my job. You know, I was coming down the road. I just come from motor vehicles and a long, long day of dealing with this crazy stuff. And so, he, you know, the spirit whispered to me. He talked to me. He said something about, be easy. She's getting ready to do what's in order so you can move on. So I didn't know what exactly was going to happen, another form of discipline or termination exactly. But when I got there, I was already prepared because when the lady said to me, we're going to have to let you go, I wasn't even nearly remotely upset. After the fact, I had some emotions to deal with. I was like, but that was humanly based, you understand? Mm -hmm. uh, based on my own mental reasoning that I couldn't comprehend. And why would this happen now? Such a bad time. Trying to, you know, stabilize the thing and cause trouble with that and other, other little things going on. Going through that situation helped me understand and rebuild the faith uh, to get to that point where I could accept that. And that's why it took such a short time to, to get into that transition. And you start to see people for who they are and go through, you know, what you're going through with people who are absolutely in your corner and you understand how things come together and every situation relates back to one deal for your fortification, strengthening and upbuilding because having people around you is also important. Having people around you are faith that no God is going to deliver um, in our corner. So all of that came into a kind of like a snowball effect and built up and how here we are now 
turn back on track and get things in order, but I needed to go through that. And now my faith is even stronger than what it was before. It had to get strong to get there. But now we're here. And I, I've, I've seen them. It's, it's absolutely amazing when you ask for something mm-hmm. and God hears you and he delivers based on his promises according to you actually trying to work with him and you invite him into your life making things happen. So it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. So like I said, you get me going on the story and sit there and I can go, but that's what it is. That's what it is. We 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 are uh, we we want to thank you for that for that testimony and that for that for that transparent moment and, and sharing that with our callers. We are taking calls on this subject and we actually have a caller on, on the line now, calling out of uh, Fort Washington, Maryland. Uh, good morning, Kim, and welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Evan. Good morning, Kim. How are you? I'm good. Blessed. I understand that you've had some experiences yourself with faith and and the, and the complexities of it. How, how how has this challenged your life, Kim? Well, first let me say that being, you know, I think what happens with a lot of people, I know just for me and my testimony, being raised in a church and, you know, being taught the right way. Um, sometimes you don't even realize you could be in church for 26 years or 30 years and you're still a babe in Christ if you don't want to grow and you, thir- and you don't want to thirst for the knowledge. And um, just being with my grandmother and she, um, bless her soul, has gotten her doctorate degree and she's been preaching to me about faith and giving me scriptures. And all these years I actually thought that, you know, I was living by faith. But what I didn't know is that I was straddling the fence. And one thing about straddling the fence is when you fall, you get hurt. And I didn't realize that until this year. I think maybe my little faith or whatever you might want to call it, through the years I was like, oh, this, that, what, like um, Nevin's testimony with a job or whatever the case may be, family, relationships with your children, your parents, uh, relationships outside the home. You know, you say, I'm going to have faith, this going to work out. I'm going to have faith, I'm going to have faith. But all the time you're speaking it, but you're not mentally thinking it and you're not living it. So you're contradicting, you're contradicting, you know, what, it's not flowing. It's not going like taking each step, each step, each step. It's not doing it that way. So um, this year, for some reason, I had, um, it's been a, it's been a very stressful year. It's been a very um, trying year. And um, I had nowhere else to turn. I had nowhere else to turn. I'm not going to get into everything I went through, but I had nowhere else to turn. And for some reason, I went back and I started reading um, the book my grandmother gave me some years ago um, called Battlefield of the Mind. I started reading it about mm, five years ago, and it was taking me so long to read it. I never understood why until recently. I got to the end of the book, right at the end of the book. If anybody has this book, if you don't, go get it by Joyce Myers. By the time I got to the end of this book, it got to the part about faith and coming out of that wilderness mentality and how you might not know you're in a wilderness mentality. When I tell you that, it touched me and it just, it just changed who I am. My whole life has changed in the last, I say, five or six months. And the more people I've met, the more people I've met and the things that I went through and how it has just came, um, just came just straight to me and everything. And it's just like been a blessing. And one thing was like, at the job, I was like, well, I've been working. I did did right. I was a little comfortable, like Nevin said, 
and I'm just doing it. I'm like, I'm not being recognized, and they took my flex time away. And I was like, you know what, I want to leave. I'm just going to leave. I want to leave. But I remember four years ago when God blessed me with this job, I said, I'm not, every time I get upset, I'm not going to roll out because that's what I am, a job hopper. I roll out, contract, whatever I have to do to do what I need to do. I said, I told him I was not going to do that. For some reason, that promise that I made to myself through God, I remembered. And I said, I'm going to have to just stretch out on faith that this is going to work out. I'm going to just have to stretch out on faith that it's going to work out. And one day, just sitting, when I was sitting in my office, a general manager came in, and he just said, I heard you was trying to leave um, because the flex time was taken away from you and so forth and so on and doing all this. Well, to make a long story short, I got a promotion, I got a raise, I got a retention bonus, and I got my flex time back. Wow. And what I'm trying to say is if I, if Kim would have been out there looking, I was looking for another job, but I couldn't, couldn't figure out why I kept being beat out because I know I can sell myself. Everybody know, Anybody who knows me knows I can sell myself. And I'm like, why am I getting beat out? I'm getting to the last point, the last point. And I couldn't figure out why, and I just kept coming home praying, oh, it's going to work out. God, I'm going to put it in your hands. I'm going to put it in your hands. Well, the last month I got tired of looking, and then it was, it was finals for my daughter. Um, I had some sickness in my family, so I'm just too busy to look for a job. Well, when I stopped looking for a job and I stretched out on faith, God worked it out. But as long as my hands was in it and I thought I'm talking I'm living on faith and I thought I was living on faith, it wasn't being worked out. So what what was the faith part for, for you? Was that the – so you, you stopped looking for a job. And, and what did you do in your current employment status that, that, you, that you think was related to faith? I'm trying to understand that part. What I did was just trusted that it will work out and had no negative thoughts. If, you, if you're standing on faith, then you pray and you meditate and you claim, you, you, you claim greatness, you claim goodness, you claim that your situation will be worked out. If you continue to have negative thoughts, you continue to let stuff come in and, and, and continue to let that situation upset you, then you're not stretching out on faith. You're not stretching out on faith. I have faith that it will work out. And I didn't know I was having faith that it will work out because one situation led to another. I actually got too tired to continue to be messy, to keep messing in it. So once I got too tired to be messing in it, I was like, I'm going to have to let you handle this, Lord. I'm going to have to stretch out on faith and let you do this. Okay. I, I, I had to let him handle it. But I also kept praying and meditating on it also. It was, it was like a, uh, you know how they say you, you, you let go and let God? Mm-hmm. That don't mean that you just pray about something and don't think about it no more. You have to pray. You have to meditate. You have to claim it. And then you have to, you have to start thinking about receiving what you prayed for. You have to get your mind right. And all these years of going to church and studying and doing what I do, I never even realized that. Let me let me let me ask y'all this: Do you think that, like, I, I'm listening, I'm thinking about some of the challenges I've had where faith was definitely a factor, and I'm and I'm thinking like growing up in in, in, in the church and having a relationship with, with God and knowing the Word. You couldn't tell me I didn't have faith. I didn't know I didn't have faith until 
I didn't know. I didn't have faith. And it's and it's and it's like um, I, I think certain things we encounter may be disturbing to us initially, but, but you know that there. For example, um, I've lost a job before, and I know I can go get another job. You know, um, so I've never. Maybe the first time I lost a job, it made it shift me. But you know, after that, I'm like, I'm, I got I got a hustle. I know how to get out there and, and generate some income for my family. So me being uh, me being this, um, intimidated by my employers went away a long time ago. You know, and so then and so it's other things like I can go out there and get a car. I know how to go out there. And, you know, so certain things. I guess I felt like as long as I had the ability to go out there and do things, you couldn't easily shake me. So losing a job, losing a man, you know, lose, I, okay, I can go out and get another one of those. So me having those kind of challenges in, in my life, you know, had began to come a dime a dozen where it would happen, okay, oh, well, I'll just move on. But to be faced with a situation where you don't have the ability to go out and do it, and, and the only way that situation can change is by an act of faith, or act of God, I think that is where your faith is truly, truly tested, where, you know, you, you have, I have no idea how that thing happened. You know what I'm saying? Where those extraordinary things happen, and, 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 man, and man can't put his hand on it and say that he made that happen. There's no way man could have done that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I do understand what you're saying, and I agree with that, but faith comes in different forms and different sizes, and it comes from different places. But it's all the same thing. So you might have reached your, you might have came to your, your where you're at with your faith much quicker than me or Nevin came. You understand what I'm saying? I I might have had faith in other instances, but this was one where it came to me where I finally understood it. Okay. Okay. So I, I might have been exercising faith for a while and didn't even know I was exercising because I couldn't comprehend it. That's right. That's right. You know. And so for me, for me, and it, and it could be for me because of me, I've never really owned my own business. Or like Nevin, he, um, I'm assuming Nevin works for some, I mean, works for a company or something like that. For us, it yeah. might be it came in the form of that job thing. You know what I'm saying? Whereas you have you have been an entrepreneur, you have been the leader of your household or your family. You understand? So yours might have came much quicker than it, than mine did. And also when that fear sets in, now I don't know about Nevin, but for me. I was fearful. I was fearful. Oh yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It was threefold. <laughs> car, car broke I down. <laughs> Didn't have a place to stay. Car broke. All of that had to come back together. Only on faith and and and, and resting on that. You know, you put the right people in the right places, and you see it so much to the point where, like I say, when grace shows up, you know it can't be anything but God. Exactly, and you'll know it because that's your, your whole, I don't know about for you, Nevin, but when I talk about it, I cry because my whole inner being has changed me. So even though it came through the job, I feel different about a lot of things. I can see everything differently now. I know it might sound crazy, but it's the truth. It's, it's how it is now. We have we have some other callers in queue. Let me see if I can pull one on on the line. Uh, a person calling from uh, DC, phone number two hundred two, ending in six four nine zero. See if I can pull you through and allow you the opportunity to speak. 
morning. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Good morning. You have a comment? Yes, I'm Cornell from D.C. I met you and uh, have been meaning to call into your show, so I'm calling in this morning. All right. Well, I thank you for for listening, and and I actually uh, I appreciate you taking the time to join us for our coffee talk this morning. Did you have a comment about the topic we're on, or you want yes. to just continue listening? No, I have a, a comment. Um, I went through some of the same issues uh, that you two called. I'm not sure if that's Kim Petaway on the phone. His voice sounds familiar. Put it but, out there, um, Cornell. Out there. Put it out there. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, I've been through some things in two years. I'm still going through some things. I lost a job that I had worked at for 11 years. Uh, I had a child sprung on me that I didn't know about, and um, I was a person that was always riding high, you know, things always went my way, you know, ever since I was a young man. And I used to always throw around the term, I got unshakable faith. And I believe I had to go through what I had to go through because I used to say that. So the man upstairs said, well, I'm going to test that. And um, it it was hard and very trying for me um, these last two years. And it really didn't become clear to me until I read the book of Nehemiah in the Bible. And that's when I understood that sometimes you have to be on the other side for your blessings to come to you. Your blessings don't always come to you when um, things are going uh, good for you. And I get a little uh, choked up when I talk about mine, too, so you're going to have to excuse me. Um, And I say all that to say... uh, I'm making it through, and I didn't think I was, because it's been real hard, uh, you know, to uh, have a child sprung on you and then have this person uh, have so much hate towards you when you didn't do anything. You start out doing the right thing uh, by your child that you didn't know about, and you get dragged into court, uh, all, all kinds of nonsense, and you want to do the right thing, and it's... For a while, for a couple of months, it filled me up with a lot of hate, a whole lot of hate that I, I had on my heart. And after talking to my grandfather, who's 94 years old, you know, he told me I had to let it go. I can't, uh, I can't fix the past, so, you know, I had to put it in God's hands. And when I did... I found that my heart wasn't hardened anymore. It was uh, it was soft. Excuse me. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it took a lot for me uh, to talk about. Uh, but you know, I'm making it through. Uh, you know, when the dust settled, and I was still standing. I found a job. I'm back on my feet. Uh, I'm not ahead like I used to be, but I ain't behind. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, I say all this to say to anybody. If you don't think prayers get answered, come talk to me. And I'll change their mind. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's all I wanted to say. No, I'm just a little too choked up to talk anymore about it. Cornell, I, I, I appreciate you sharing that moment. I appreciate you being, actually, I appreciate you acting on faith to be transparent enough to let someone hear your story and, and learn from your story because that's, that's what life is, is all about. I, I think I think that there are a lot of us out here that are ordinary people 
and then I and I truly believe there are extraordinary people, and I think that that extraordinary level of people are put through the fire to do some things to show the strength of God, you know. And it's and it's unfortunate that sometimes those extraordinary people are really are really good people, you know. We look at like Martin Luther King and what he encountered trying to speak up for the rights of all people, and how you know his houses were torched and burned, you know he was. Um, always threatened and then ultimately killed trying to fight for the rights of people. So I, I, I understand the passion and the heartache from trying to do the right thing. And you feel that you're a good person, you have good character, and you're here trying to walk the light and be a good light and do the right thing. And you encounter this mess, you know. So I, I, I do understand that. But I, I, I want to say that my heart goes out to you. I'm very proud of you, and then I know that I, I can see that God is working in you, and you are going to be a-okay. You are going to yeah, be I'm a-okay. Gonna, okay. And just be reminded to be surrounded by people who continually to pour into you and, and to continually to empower you to keep on moving ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Amen. Yeah. Amen to and that's, that. that's just what I wanted. It just was, uh, you know, when I called in, that just was on my heart. So I just wanted to uh, share that in case. Uh, it's just, it's just funny that everybody was talking about being laid off, and uh, that was my segue into it. And it was just perfect because I've been through that. Well, any, anything you want to say to? Uh, we, we're going to wrap up the show, so quickly. Is anything you and Kim want to say in, in closing? Um, to our audience that could empower someone else? I just want to say that um, prayers do get answered. A lot of people think that they don't, but they do. If you have faith, they get answered. And, and I'm here to tell anybody, they get answered, and if they don't believe them, please stop me and talk to me, and I'll make them a believer. Ditto. Well, again, we want to thank our callers for um, sharing a moment with us and allowing us to uh, hear their story and see their lives of their things that they've experienced. We want to invite you to visit the website at www.coffeetalkwithstory.com. We appreciate you taking the time to join us this morning. We ask that you come our friend on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Have a blessed weekend. We'll see you right Right, right here next week on Coffee Talk with Story. All right.